Welcome back to Bear My Soul, the sensitive yet savage podcast. We are your hosts, Samuel Jones and Ashlyn Jenkins. Ashlyn, how are you doing today? Pretty good. I'm glad it's Friday. What about you? I'm so happy it's Friday. It's been a long but fulfilling week. Um, feeling pretty good about it. Feeling pretty good about it. How's your week been? Pretty good. Long. I had a lot of people call in sick this week. Yeah. Some stuff's going around. Yeah, I got a few friends with the stomach flu, a few friends with COVID, I think, is kind of Back. Can we say that word on here? Yeah, uh, yeah. I was like, is it safe to say COVID? But I think so. C O V I D. Yeah, no matter how you feel about it, some people have it right now. Right, you know? exactly. So I think we can talk about it. Yeah. yeah totally. What's uh, going Only announcements we really have just before we get into today is just touching base a little bit on the apparel line. We are working on doing some one time limited edition apparel. All of the proceeds from that will go to new equipment and expansion. So we are getting started on that. If you are interested, those orders are going to be pre-order only. So you'll pay up front, and then when it comes in, you can stop by the shop and pick it up. Yeah, and so speaking of expansion, a lot of our clients do know. Um, but for those of you guys that don't, we can just go ahead and tell you some quick plans. That back wall of the studio <clears throat> where the Smith Machine's at, that wall's coming out. And then the wall that divides the back two offices, that wall is coming out as well. So we're expanding um, the gym floor. And then the empty room next to my office, in between my office and the storage room, that is where we are going to be recording. So we're going to be turning that into a podcast studio slash physical therapy room. So we're really excited about the changes that we've got coming to the studio, the equipment that we're going to invest in for you guys. We're really excited about it. We, you know, those of you that work out in the evenings, you know we need the space, especially as we hire coaches, um, which is something we plan to do. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. For sure. And shout out to, we had in our first ARJ cookout on yes. Friday at my house. That was so much fun. Um, year in business, so we celebrated that. We had 85 people show up. So we wanna just thank every single person that either came or prayed for us or stopped out or brought food. Um, and then we also have a special shout out to my client, Melanie Carteau. Um, she works at Red Robin and they donated all the food and it was just fantastic. Um, they do a great job with gluten-free, dairy-free, any type of allergies. So if you're in town, check them out. Yeah. And we thought it turned out really well. We got great feedback from you guys. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous to have 85 people on a Friday night for a cookout. You know what I mean? Like that, that's awesome. So those of you that had to get babysitters or make arrangements or whatever, we really appreciate you doing that. You know, we had a blast. Love to see everybody. Shout out no kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shout out no kids. Hey, and I led by example. My kid was not there. Correct. I almost had my kid there for like two hours because I love him and he's cute. And you know what? And he's a savage. He's that, part of right. the, he's he's part of the family. Right. And so, but I didn't. I was like, you know what? If no one else's kids can be there, Brooksy can't either. Poor Brooksy. I know. Kind of stinks for him. I think he had a good night. He did. So, yeah, so what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about some fitness. We're going to talk about some coaching. We're going to talk about food. We can talk about whatever. We could talk about where we're at on our journeys right now. Let's talk about that. Like, that's was, a good idea. How is your training and nutrition going, Ashley? I'm going to put you on the spot. I have. Actually, there's a coach that I'm working with. He is actually located in Tampa. Um, I think that's a surprise. We talk about that a lot that, you know, I'm a firm believer in the best coaches have coaches. And Samuel is a huge believer in that as well, where, where, you know, we tell people what to do all day long. We're holding people accountable every day. We need somebody else that can do that for us. So my coach, um, located down in Tampa, I've done some um, continuing education with him. 
he's doing my nutrition. Um, honestly, it's mostly just accountability for me and saying like, hey, I've had a really crappy day. I'm doing really bad today um, or I'm not feeling well or whatever that may be. And he's just kind of helping keep me in check. He's really good with the functional nutrition as well. Um, a lot of people that know me know that I come from a background of being really sick and I just go through seasons of flares and I'm currently in one right now. Not fun. Um, so we do ask for prayers for healing. Um, we know that healing is definitely possible um, and that I'm just going to have seasons that are worse than others. So once I came to accept that, it's a little bit better to work through. Um, but besides that, I'm doing pretty decent training. I have only trained a couple times in the past like three weeks um, because we're focusing on just kind of healing the body first and then track to, you know, the holidays, getting everything done nutrition wise and training wise getting a really good consistent schedule before we go into a really busy season yeah. so that's another reason i hired him when i did so so your nutrition right now is it because i don't even know is it centered around like fat loss is it centered around bulking kind of maintenance you're, you're talking about kind of healing the body up right so you know what is your nutrition centered around right now um that's actually a good question so um there are protocols for everything okay and actually the keto diet was created to help those with seizures. So a diet that was created for very specific situations, um, people have taken it and turned it into a fad diet. So are there things that can be super beneficial about a low carbohydrate diet? Yes. Um, should you do it for a long period of time? Should you do it all the time? No. So actually what we're doing right now is we have fats higher, carbs pretty low, um, and that's been difficult for me because I'm used to having higher carbs to fuel my workouts. Um, so I'm getting used to that feeling. So there's a lot of tiredness in the beginning. Um, and honestly, just getting it to where it's supposed to be, I'm kind of struggling with that. Do you find that you sweat more with lower carbs? Like yeah. higher fats, lower carbs? I always, I think it's like detoxing. Say, but yeah, like when I train <clears throat> on lower carb, I always sweat. Well, I mean, obviously carbs hold water, right? I just notice my sweat rate is like double. Actually, yeah. Carb. That and I mean, so it's, they're not like crazy low and just the thing, the thing that everybody needs to understand is, you know, nutrition is very customized. So what I'm doing doesn't necessarily mean it's the best for what someone else is doing. So yeah. we've come to the conclusion as professionals saying, we're going to do this for a short period of time, help reset some things gut wise, you know, I'm fighting an ulcer, maybe some insulin sensitivity, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, and then, you know, higher fats helps with the hormones and keeps me in a good spot there. Um, so that's where I'm at with that. Where are you okay. at with yours? I know you hired a coach around the same time I did. Yeah, yeah. so I think I hired a coach, I want to say six or seven weeks ago. And listen, the podcast is called Bear My Soul, so I'm going to be nothing but just completely open, honest, and transparent. Um, so the first two weeks of the, the nutrition plan, oh, also, I'm working with um, Built Different, Fitness, Dalton Escobedo, okay, he's a bodybuilder and personal trainer here in Fort Wayne, and he's a buddy of mine. I think he's good at what he does, and um, I knew for me, you know, coaching was going to be highly relational. Um, I don't necessarily, I, I understand, <laughs> I do this for people, right? So I don't need to know, you know, the science behind everything. I didn't want macros. I wanted someone just to tell me what to eat, right, to simplify it for me, give me less things to think about. Um, and so, yeah, no, it's, it's been fantastic. The first, the first two weeks I was, I was awesome. Like I, I really was, um, I kicked butt, 
no cheat meals, got all my meals in, um, was doing really good. The, I think it's been about three weeks of doing, I would say, 80% to, to, on some days, up to 90% on some days, good. But there was some cheat meals in the evening. No real binges, um, I would say, where like I went off the rails. That, that didn't really happen. But some cheats here and there, um, I'm not going to lie. Definitely, you know, have ate my feelings a time or two. Um, and then this week, I'm happy to report no cheat meals. Got all my meals in. It's been a great week. Had a good check-in this morning. It's been a really, really good week. So I'm going, you know, Ashley and I talk a lot about stricter versus, you know, our hyper-restriction versus less restriction. And I found that just like she was saying about diet where, you know, what you're putting in your body is completely customized to what your body needs and what it's going through. So is restriction. Okay. And so I've had times in my life where restriction is not good, right? Maybe I'm, I'm highly pressurized and I'm like, man, if I restrict anymore, it's I'm almost gonna, unhealthy. Right. And it could set you up for big behavior, right? Like it, it, for, for me, that could be like a big binge, you know, um, and, and mostly anymore with that would be like food. It wouldn't be alcohol. It wouldn't be, you know, it, yeah. would, it would just be food. But in the past, it would be, right? In the past, yeah. I could be setting myself up, uh, you know, for a big night of drinking or something like that. Right. Um, just being honest. I'm just being honest. Um, but I'm finding in this season right now, where I'm at is different than any other season of my life. I am having to think more than ever before with the things that we're doing in business, um, in my marriage, you know, I, my wife is pregnant. She's grieving a loss, right? Um, in business, the ways that we want to expand are not going to be by doing more personal training. It's going to be doing other things. And so I'm just finding myself having to think way more than ever before. So I don't want to think about my diet at all. Mm -hmm. I don't want to think, I would rather it be strict, but it to be simple. simple. Correct. <laughs> right. And yeah. so that that is where I'm at with my diet. And and so, yeah, so like I said, for the last week, I've been perfect. And I really kind of think I flipped a switch. Yeah, I, I really do. Um, I think I'm kind of coming to my own with it. And training's training. Training's going awesome. Um, I don't think I'm going to compete in powerlifting until the end of 2024. So just kind of doing volume, working out, focusing on maybe some weak points in my physique that I want to bring up. But still just trying to stay relatively strong. And then... Coming up on about six months of jujitsu. Nice. Yeah, yeah. And that's, there's ebbs and flows. There's weeks where it's multiple weeks where I'm there, you know, twice a week, maybe even doing some things outside of that. And then there's other weeks where I don't make it in, but it's going well. Good. It's going well. Training's feeling really good about training, which is well, pretty much a constant in my life. Nutrition's the more of the variable. For sure. And I think it's important too to understand that, like, even though this is what we do for a job, right? That we have like our struggles too. And yeah. our nutrition is never perfect. Like perfection isn't the goal. I know it's, it sounds cheesy, but it's true. You know, progress over perfection because yeah. like you're just going to drive yourself crazy if you're trying to hit it, do it perfectly every single day. It's just not realistic. And it's certainly not realistic for people that are running to businesses and just are very busy. I mean, most of our clientele are very busy individuals. So like what's realistic and consistent for you, yeah. right? That's the biggest thing. And then working through those struggles. Like if you would see the check-ins with my coach each day, like <laughs> stuff has not been going very good, but I'm able to say, 
you know what, I did this really good today, let's stick with that. You know what I didn't do good today? I'm gonna do that aspect better tomorrow. Mm. And if I can do that every single day, yes. no matter what, I'm gonna make progress. Even if I'm only working out twice a week right now, which by the way sucks, but I know that that's part of the, it's part of the plan, yeah. right? And I'm okay Absolutely. with accepting that and I, don't, I definitely wouldn't have been able to do that years ago. You know, but like with my clients recently, what I've been doing is they check in with me each day. At the end of the day, they send me their screenshot of tracking food, and then I want them to text me what their strengths were for the day and what their weaknesses were for the day. That's good. And ever since that's happened, I've seen that open some really cool doors for opportunities for just communication and understanding the client and where they're at. And then it helps them reflect every single day. Like we people don't self-reflect purposefully a lot yeah. so i think that's really important and then have somebody else look at it and be like dude that's awesome yeah. right like yeah. even if it was just a day of all weaknesses that means i could do better tomorrow so it's like depending on how that day went it's like you're either getting support or affirmation right and then what's like if we're sitting here with you know our podcast and we're talking about being savage right like what does that look like that looks like looking at my day every single day and saying how can i be better tomorrow yeah. and that doesn't mean you will be better tomorrow but it's at least in the headspace of saying i'm going to progress no matter what even Absolutely. if it's the tiniest thing you know if it's i'm having 60 ounces of water today i'm gonna have 70 ounces tomorrow i'm only up in it by 10 ounces but it doesn't matter because i've made progress right. and people undermine that a lot and i'm sure you see that a lot with your clients yeah. as well well and i was just thinking like as you were saying that that you know, when I talk about my diet and the ebbs and flows of my relationship with food, right? There are some constants in that. So it's like, I, I should preface with pretty much no matter what this, and this is just at this stage of my fitness career, right? I'm having a gallon of water every single day, a gallon of water. Like non-negotiable. That never, right. It, it's, I don't change. even have to try. Right. right. I, if I track it, I'm usually over 200 ounces, like, right. And so um, that's a non-negotiable. I'm always hitting protein, right? I am. Like, mm -hmm. even if I'm eating extra stuff, right. I'm still getting in enough protein, right? That's a constant in my life. So it's like, even when my nutrition isn't perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's like, I'm still, you know, at, at this stage in my career, I have constants that are not. So it's like training is a constant. Water is a constant. Trying, right? Attempting to prioritize sleep right. is a constant, um, protein constant. So it's like, that feels really good too. Yeah. I have some of these pillars built up in my life where it's like, man. The variables that are consistent, right. no matter what. It's like, maybe I, okay, maybe I did eat two scoops of ice cream before I went to bed and that's a bummer, but did it I also hit, you know, 270 grams of protein. Right, did it completely make or break your day? No. <laughs> right. Now, are there certain clients or people that that would completely break their thousand day? Thousand percent. A thousand percent. And, and, it's, and it's contextual. Right. It's individual and it's contextual. There's things, and, and for me, one thing that will ruin my day, and this is why, um, uh, this is kind of another constant, is throughout my day, because I'm so busy and have to do, not have to do, that, that's, um, well, I just have a lot of things I'm responsible for. Yeah. You do too, right? Yeah. Because of that, I never make bad food decisions in the middle of the day. Nope, me I either. can't. I, I can't. My it, days are always perfect. Head. Yes. It's my nights. Me too. Yeah, it's a struggle Same. area. Well, and too, it's like well, when, you, you, when you are so busy, it's it, you come home. I think I was talking to my coach about this because I think I do so well during the day with what we do. We're kind of like in a heightened state all day. 
And then I get home and I relax. And there's something to be said about that when it comes to like cortisol levels and stuff. When you come down from that, it can just make you overwhelmingly hungry, even if you're not, because it's a hormonal response. So now that I have that in my head of understanding like, okay, I'm not crazy. There is a reason there. It's easier to sit in that, you know, than it is to be like, I just have no control. Well, yes and no. Right. Like, should I probably be more disciplined about that? Yeah. You know, but it's again, not going to completely derail my day if I have a bigger meal at night. Right Right. now that's outside of health, obviously, but you know, I think we get clients who are so number specific, so have to have everything the same every single day, which is fine, but also understanding that it's important to have variability, right? Like in seasons, there are seasons for variability. There are seasons for simple. hundred percent. Like if you're going to get on stage, you have no room for variability. Right. Right. And it's like, but we don't coach stage competitors, right? You've been on stage before. I haven't been, but it's like, once again, it's context. So if you're listening to this and you're a physique athlete and you're like, well, I don't really agree with what you guys are saying. We're not talking to you. Right. I'm not talking to you, man. I'm talking to you. I'm talking about the person that has a normal life and is trying to be healthy, you know, put on some muscle, lose some fat. So context is everything, which speaking of context, let's explain our name a little bit. Sensitive and savage, right? So like, what is a savage to you? So you mentioned that earlier, like, yeah, we're savage. Like, so what is a savage to me whenever I think of a savage? A savage is someone who wakes up every single day to take care of business. It's someone who shows up from those. I think I mentioned this on the first, the first podcast, one, yeah. but I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to stop because I'm tapping into a completely next level savage mentality, right? right. Next level. And so, um, you know, part of, for me in this season, part of being a savage is going to be eating extremely clean, Mm -hmm. not having variability, right? Making it such a discipline, not for restriction, but for Mm self-empowerment, right? I I am after mastering myself. Right. I am. That, that That is something that I desire. I realize that I do not have control over most things, pretty much everything in this world, except myself. Mm hmm and so it's like, I, yeah, I want to master self. Like, I serve God. I follow God. He leads me. But I follow him better whenever I am doing a better job managing myself. Yep. And so for me in this season, it's we're in, it's funny because professionally and personally, we're in similar seasons. But, like, where we're at with our bodies is not, you know what I mean? Like, a, we're where not we in the same be season. Yeah. Well, well, that, but I'm saying neither one of us are necessarily exactly where we want to be but my body your body right two completely different contexts different seasons the things that we're trying to accomplish with them not the same right right it's 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 not yeah and you know growth is so cool to look at because like when i see that you know with my clients and myself i think back to i competed in bodybuilding in 2019 and when i think about where my headspace was then versus where it's at now like had I had it be four years ago and I would see the scale that it's at right now, it would have been bad. It would have been really bad because my worth was defined by that. Yeah. And now it's like, I understand there are seasons. I'm probably about 10 to 12 pounds heavier than I'd like to be. Okay. But I know primarily right now my focus is to get healthy and I could give two shits what that scale says yeah. because Health matters to me more because what comes with health? The healthier I get, the healthier I look, the healthier I feel. Weight loss comes with that, right? 
Like, so if we can change the mindset to be health first, I just think that it opens up so many more opportunities because people just think that, like, I, I didn't understand years ago that there are cycles, right? So if I'm in a build phase, like, it's okay to gain weight and then cut it off. Like, that's, yeah. that's how we change our bodies. That's how we look better. That's how we feel better. I wouldn't have been able to accept that four years ago. Yeah, Zero fair. chance. It's it was, fair. like, just a total... And I think, you know... We, everybody has a little bit of body dysmorphia. Everybody does, right? 100%. And how we look at ourselves is probably completely different than the way that another person does. Another example of why it's so important to have a coach. Right. Because I can be honest and look at someone and say, hey, we're not where we want to be, but we can get there. There's zero, yes. zero chance that we can't get there. I love that. Right? I love that so much because it's like one direction you know, can move you into shame and then the other direction says, no, 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 I, I can do better. Like, right. I have the ability to grow and to change the situation. Yeah, and two examples of that that clients are always scared of for me personally, one, progress pictures. Mm. They don't want to take the first ones. Right. And you know what? I'm like, I know that's you're not where you want to be, but it's six months from now when you've completely transformed yourself a year, whatever that looks like, you're going to want to have those. Yes, you will. And then two, lab work. Right, people get lab work back that I I have them get done, and they kind of panic because the lab work's bad. Well, you know what's really cool about lab work being bad? The only way you can go is up, right? Like <laughs> yeah. the only thing you can do is improve. Yeah. So now we have a baseline, and if you just look at it as data and say, hey, this is where my at I'm at. All of this stuff is a mess. Three months from now, this could be so much better. Because, right. you know, for example, A1C, that's an accum hemoglobin A1C, which measures, you know, pre-diabetes, diabetes, diabetes um, that's an accumulation over three months. Mm. You could completely change your sugar numbers in three months. Oh, yes. Radical. So why are we freaking out? Three months is nothing, right? Point. Yeah. So it's stuff like that that I think in this season that we're in business-wise and personally, we're in a really cool spot to walk people through some really hard aspects of life. And that be personal, that be sickness. Like I'm working with a lot of people with chronic disease. You know, we work with a lot of people. They're going through traumatic life events. That could be divorce. That could be loss. Loss. It could be so many things. Yeah. And what we do here is so cool because we are more than that. It's not just nutrition and fitness. This is a space where no matter what, somebody can come in and be completely, and can be completely, um, Okay, themselves. so basically, someone, <laughs> someone is at the door. Someone is at the door. You they can go are, get him. You can go get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to hit pause real And we're back. Sorry about that little interruption. Yeah, so once we have the studio set up, we won't have that. I know, right? People, yeah, people come to the door and whatever. Right now, we're in the lobby. It's okay, now. Matthew. We still love you. Yeah, we love you, Matthew. <laughs> my, my little brother just, uh, just moved to town, and so he's been training here at the studio before he gets his gym membership, so... Little delay, he can work out in yeah. half hour, so no, no worries. He's awesome. We love him. But yeah, um, I think we were just talking about hardships. Yeah, what we do. Yeah, the safe space for everybody here. That we just have a lot of clients that are going through a lot of stuff. So it's not only our clients that are going through stuff. You know, we want you to know that we go through stuff too. And I think our clients here know that that we're pretty open about that. When we're not doing well, when we are doing well, just so many different avenues. Like we're pretty good at being vulnerable and letting people know what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's a cool thing about our business because people can connect to you more when they understand that you struggle too and that life isn't, oh, I'm a fitness coach or, oh, I'm a nutrition coach. My life's perfect. It's far from it, let me tell you. Right. So. Yeah, I was just talking to a client last night about how this is a, 
you know, coaching, the coach-client relationship is a collaborative effort, right? It's a partnership. It's not a top-down situation, right? I'm it's not, not I'm, I'm at not you. 100%. I'm with you. And I'm not above anyone that I coach. Absolutely. I simply know more about this stuff than they do, right? So they pay me to lead them when it comes to fitness and nutrition. And then through that relationship, that, that partnership, right, that starts out with fitness and nutrition, if there's anything else that I can pour into someone's life on, right, insights that I can have, encouragements, wisdom, be there for them through hardship, all that comes from the relationship that we build you know, that is, is, starts and is surrounded by fitness, but not held to only fitness. Right. You know what I mean? And, and somehow, like, your hugs just seem to be magical and make everybody cry. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do have a history it's a good of thing. It's people good thing. cry with hugs or asking them if they're okay. I've always just been a really um, empathic person, I guess, right? And just kind of read people. So, like, Whenever I'm training somebody and my next client walks in, it's like, I'm trying to get as many reads as I possibly can in between the door and whenever they hit the gym floor. Right. Right. That, that, that's what I'm doing. Whether there's any verbal communication or if I'm just looking at their eyeballs or seeing their body language, do they, you know, do they look at ease? Do they look frantic? Do they look stressed? Do they look tired? Right. And mm -hmm. I'm trying to kind of download and process those notes in my head so that way you know, whenever I'm finished up and be present with the person that I'm with, right? And, but that way, whenever, um, you know, the person I'm training, we're done and I go to greet the next person, I'm kind of already on a level to be receptive towards whatever it is that they have. Yeah, no matter what it is. Right. And I think that's the biggest Which thing. Which could literally be anything. Right. <laughs> that literally could, That anything. could be like, dude, I just got promoted. This is the best day ever. Or it could be the most devastation that a human can yeah. experience. <laughs> and it's all gonna walk through our door. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's and fun. that's that's why for me personally, like I think the podcast is so cool because I want people to know that what we do here is different. Yeah. And we're not just saying that. You can ask any client that walks through our door. They're gonna tell you the same thing. And we want people to know that you're welcome and that this is a seriously safe space for anyone. Like we have people that come in and you know, I have several clients. I probably have five clients I could think of off the top of my head that come in before their workout and they use my office to get some work done just to hang out. We got people that hang out in the lobby, watch TV, come in and do some early cardio, like whatever it may be. It's, may, awesome. it's so cool. I love being able to have a space that people feel safe in and can come in and do and just be them. Yeah. Right. We're not asking you to be anything else. We're not asking you to be strong or a power lifter or a bodybuilder or any of those things. We're just meeting you where you're at. 100%. And I love that. That's my favorite part. And what's so cool about that, right? Whenever, and people have done it for us along our journey. For sure. When you meet someone where they're at and, you know, say someone hires us just to feel better, right? Let's just say, you know, middle-aged person, two kids, married, decent job, whatever, right? And they don't really have any fitness aspirations. They're just going, hey, I'm not super healthy. I want to get healthier. I want to feel better. And it's it just what you said just made me think of this, right? Because I've seen this happen time and time again, where someone gets healthy, then all of a sudden they get a different job and it's a better job. And then all of a sudden and, and there's in a relationship, right? Yeah, right, healthy right, right. Relationship. Either they're in a relationship or the relationship that they're in starts getting healthier. And you're like, oh, wow, this is really cool. And then I've even seen it down the road where someone who didn't have any aspirations of being a powerlifter, bodybuilder, 
you know, CrossFit or competitor is like, hey, and you know what? Like, I'm really fit now, and I think I want some goals. I think I want some things yeah. to strive for. I want to compete in something. And that's really cool, too. Like, and I, then I'll meet you there. Because right. I'm a, you know, because I like competing. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, oh, well, then I'll meet you there. And so it's, it's we're not, this is, it's so fluid. Right. right. And, and it's a flow. It's a journey. And so I think kind of what we're trying to say, like an all-encompassing thing is like, listen, there are, there are going to be times and seasons in your life where you need to be rigid. There's going to be times and seasons in, the, in your life where you're going to need to flow. Where family is first. And guess what? Your meal plan ain't first. <laughs> right. Does that mean you stop taking care of yourself? Absolutely not. But does right. that mean you're going to be as rigid as you would for a bodybuilding show? Also, absolutely not. Correct. Got to And I didn't understand. I, I am in this business. I've been in this business for 10 years. And I didn't understand that until about four years ago. Yeah. So it's, I, I wish... That's your, what's going to be cool about this your platform. Your business got bigger when that happened, huh? Exactly. That's what's cool <laughs> about this platform is I wish, I want to have the opportunity to tell people what I wish I would have known. Oh, yeah. Because, man, like, I would have done things so differently. I really just am super excited, too, to just help people feel better, honestly. And like you said, it plays over into every aspect of their life because we're empowering them. We're not doing it. They're empower, They're learning how to empower themselves. Yes. Like, we are not empowering them. Don't actually physically do anything. Right. They are the ones that are like, oh, I can do this. Yes. Oh, like I saw something the other day that was really good. I shared it on my story. It talked about like lifting heavy shows you that you can do hard things. Mm, I love that. I think that's so cool. I love that. Because guess what? You know how many times I've picked up a barbell and I thought in my head, dude, I can't do that. Right. Do you know how many times a day our clients think that in their head? And then you accomplish that over and over. You're creating trust with yourself. Yes. And then you're like you know what, if I can do that, why can't I stand up to my friend? Why can't I ask my boss for a promotion, right? And like you're saying, it plays over into every other aspect. It does. Become a better mom, become a better dad, a better friend, brother, sister, whatever it is. Because hard things are hard things. Yeah, and everybody has it. And that's that's what builds self-image, right? Self-image is something that can only be built by you. I cannot build your self-image. Right. I cannot build my wife's self-image. I can't build anybody. I can be encouraging. Is that what we're responsible I for? I can be right. I can be encouraging. I can be empowering. But your self-image only gets built whenever you see things through. You walk out the commitments that you made to yourself, and you make yourself do hard things. And what's really cool, if I if I think about this, right? What a healthy lifestyle looks like, and that could be anything, spiritual, physical, mental, whatever it is, okay? that Those habits that are created over time create trust with yourself. Correct. So let's say I go home and I binge tonight, and I binge on some food, okay? I'm going to be upset, right? I'm going to, I might have feelings of guilt and shame, but I can also look at it as a learning opportunity to say, okay, how did I get in this situation? Right. Why did I do this? What led me down this path? Right. Yes. And that's changed because the next time I don't do that, I think about binging, but I don't, I create trust within myself that I can do it. Right. And that's the thing is it's like, let's say six days a week. I'm not one day, day a week. I am. Mm -hmm. That's progress because I was doing it every single night. Right. Oh yeah. So it's time. like, yeah, I think just not getting caught up on just all of the crap that's online, this TikTok and all that. Like, yes, I think TikTok <laughs> can be helpful, but just do your research, guys. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. And learn. And trust us when we tell you that it doesn't have to be exactly. perfect. That's a huge thing. You already have two people telling you that. Yeah, and, and the community in here does the same thing. 100%. That's what's cool, too, about everybody that's in here. You know, it's not just us 
talking with people and being there for people. It's also the clients being there for clients. Right. And that was so evident at the cookout on Friday. That was so that much was fun. Cool. It was really cool. Like clients that, you know, your clients that have never met my clients and vice versa. Yeah. Or maybe some of yours I don't know really well that I got a chance to talk to really, you know, a little bit on Friday. I just thought it was like all encompassing. It was. And, and that's it was what we really did. great for, for me to see people in both of our communities, our community, right? Meet my parents yeah. and my brother. Because it's your parents have been so monumental in this since the since the beginning. And you know, mom and dad, when you hear this, that's not that's not a shot at you, right? But we've lived five hours away yeah. and now you guys are here. Right. And so it's I've got so I think pretty much everyone that was there that I coach has told me this week, like, hey, it was really nice getting to meet, you know, some of your family, meet your yeah. mom and dad and your brother. Like that was awesome. So that was really huge for me. You know, I imagine it was thinking, hard too, having my family here and yours not. Like, no, I, I can't it, well, it, it was so yes and no. So it's hard not having my family here, but a lot easier that your family was here. Right. So right, like, right. it doesn't, it, it doesn't ever, it, or I should say it never reminded me that my family wasn't here. That's good. You know what I mean? It was just so nice having, cause I, I was already a family. Correct. Like I was, I've already been very comfortable with that truth. You know what right. I mean? I've been up here away for seven years. Yeah, like accepted it. Right. So if it was like year one that I lived up here, sure, that would probably like remind me. But no, it was never, never negative. It was just like, oh my gosh, I'm glad the Jenkins clan is here, you know? Mm -hmm. And you guys, you know, kind of adopted my family right in and, and it's been a, a melting pot ever since. But one thing I was thinking about too, Ash, when you were talking, you know, progress, not perfection, right? Progress, not perfection. My coach has texted me that almost every day this week. Really? Oh, 100%. And that's coming shout from out a guy. Yeah, shout out Dalton. <laughs> and that's coming from a guy, right, who awesome. in his nutrition, I'm not saying he's a perfect person, none of us are, but in his nutrition, he, he's, he can make it perfect. He's, he's dialed in. He's proven that, right, mm -hmm. that, he, that he can do it. You, you don't get to 5% body fat unless you're perfect. So mm -hmm. it's like, and so it, it's been really cool, A, to be reminded of that myself and then be to see that in him right as yeah, a coach to recognize um, that yeah that's yeah, huge yeah it's been great man it's been great and so you know progress not perfection i think that that is that's monumental but going back to being in different stages of the journey i kind of want to talk a little bit more about like where i'm at in my journey in the sense of so i've really come to grips with my humanness okay my humanity and the fact that I'm not going to be perfect. Ever. No matter what. And I've accepted the fact that I'm going to make mistakes. That I'm going to hurt people. I'm going to hurt people that I care about very, very much. It's it's just is what it is, right? Hopefully, I'm a healthy person. And so I'm not doing anything silly that's going to hurt people. But, right. you know, something that I say or do, you know, whatever. Things happen. It's human nature. It's human nature. And so part of... Where I'm on, you know, I, so now I'm not even going to speak about my fitness journey. I'm just saying my journey, right, as a man, right? I, my journey as a human being first, as a man second, right? Um, my journey in that is I know I'm not going to reach perfection on that journey, mm -hmm. right? Right. What I want out of myself for this season of dieting and working on my body is I want my relationship with food to become another one of those pillars yes. that is automatic for me because I've done that with so many things in my life. I really feel that this is the next domino to fall mm. where it's, you know, because if we look at it from this perspective, right, of, of water, training, prioritizing sleep, you're never going to actually get perfect sleep, but prioritizing sleep, relational, I would say 
I'm perfect, yeah. right? Yeah. Now that's obviously using a sliding scale, perfection right. has, but those boxes are always checked for me. Yeah. They're always checked. I don't even have to, I, it literally takes zero mental energy for me to get my water, my protein, and to train. Zero. It's, it's, it's as natural to me as brushing my teeth. And so with food all around, right, with what goes into my body, I believe that for me as a man and as a leader, this is the next step. Yeah. Right? I think I can in this season prove to myself, build my self-image that I, right, speaking me, and this is why I love because we're in two different places. So Very I can talk different. about mine and you Very can talk different. about yours. Yeah. But I believe in, in my ability in this season that I can be perfect in my nutrition. Yeah. Right? Just put together a great week. And I'm going to keep putting together great weeks. Right. Because. And perfect. Perfect. I think it's important to touch on. Perfect for. Me. What you think is perfect. Correct. Perfect that could according be different to my plan. I'm for saying someone else. That's hitting my plan at 100%. Right. Exactly. Uh, yes. Yes. Absolutely. And I think absolutely. two things I can speak on that you can't just because you're not a woman. This is, is a big <laughs> truth. <laughs> and you don't have a chronic disease. So. That, not that I'm aware that of. That I yet. know of. At yeah. least. Is, Undiagnosed ADHD. I think um, two things I could speak on for that that are a little different are, um, you know, chronic disease, right? Like having an autoimmune disorder, it it can just like really drain the crap out of you because, like for example, he said water, protein, and training are always just mindless. I have can't. you seen that? Am I wrong? Yeah. Like you, you've seen that. As long as we've been really, really tight. Yeah. Have we ever tight? No. We've been on vacation together. Yeah, right? yeah. I and drank I'm like, my water, guy. ate my protein, <laughs> and trained. So did right? I. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But, well, besides training. So my point to that was so. that with training, for somebody with an autoimmune, it's not that simple. You know, it's like, even if. I am taking a plan that my coach gives me and I do it hundred percent perfect and I'm just on the ball. I'm literally dialed in, right? It still is not the same because I'm, I'm working through whatever that may be like pain, you know, stomach. Like I just, I don't feel good a lot. Right. So it makes training right now, not that fun because, and I love to train, yeah. but it's just, my body is just not in a season right now where it's like, all right, we're going to work out five days a week. Like it's just not. Right. And, and getting to a point of understanding that with a chronic disease and accepting that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying don't continue to progress. Don't take care of yourself. Like I haven't had gluten or dairy purposefully. Well, dairy maybe here and there isn't bothering me as much, but gluten, obviously, you know, I haven't had that in six years yeah. you know that is a non-negotiable that will never change so i would say like compared to the average person my diet is dialed in oh it's not even <laughs> but but yeah, i just like compared to like normal it's ridiculous yeah so i've had fast food in six years right but for you for, for me and right. for what my body needs i have to accept that that is just going to be different and it's going to be harder and it is what it is so and especially as a woman with having it is biologically easier for a man to put on muscle because he has more testosterone right it and is. there are different aspects of recovery that a man is going to recover quicker than a woman so all of that needs to take into account it's not the same and even within men there's a huge spectrum right like right within men within women just themselves there's a huge spectrum of like you know 
I know really, really strong guys that need three days to recover. Yeah. Right? That's just how they're genetically predispositioned. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. It's just, you no. have, and that's what I'm saying. Everybody's like, no, the best plan is five days a week. And it's like, <laughs> no, no, it's not actually. Like, you would be mind blown at what actually, what would be good for you. So if anyone is saying the best blah, blah, blah is the best best split. The best, that's the best right. The best oh split, gosh. the best they're coach, lying. the best plan, the best type of pro, like, it, there no, isn't one. No, there isn't if, one. If it doesn't it to take you. into account bio um, variability, right? Then it's then it's not the best of anything. Would I have thought there was a perfect plan five years ago? Sure, would have. Right. I would have. It's it's that you know I think that is one of the signs of being a seasoned coach, right? And understanding your craft. There, there's a couple of <laughs> things that I always look for in somebody. That giggle. What did you say? <laughs> I said that giggle. Well, it's like. A, the ability to say, I don't know. Right? Yeah. Someone that I don't know, but like, I can find out. Exactly. So it's like that for me, you know, we, there's the red flags and then the, what, what's the other one? Is it green flags? Yeah. Okay. So green flags, green right? Flag. That I see. Well, <laughs> that I see in somebody. Well, I'm just saying good, like good signs in a coach that like, that, that I get from people is like, yeah, I'd say green if flags. someone's quick to say, I don't know. Right. Because that, that tells me you're not going to try to just feed me some BS that you mm -hmm. came up with. Right? On so, the spot, because you feel like you need to have an answer. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. dude, you don't have to be insecure and tell me, you know, whatever. <laughs> you don't know, it's, you don't know. It's, it's okay. totally fine to say, I don't know. Yeah. So, the ability to say, I don't know. Um, they're not making, like, monster, or, you know, massive generalization phrases, like, the best this, the best this, the best this. Um, this is the perfect you know, supplement. <laughs> right, right. It's saying things like, it depends on the person. Right? Or, why? it depends on the season. Like, that's, that's a, that's a... That's a sign of intelligence to me. Well, like, why get labs done? Because everybody's labs are going to look different. Oh, my gosh. Can I predict your labs? Absolutely not. No. Do I have probably a general idea going into it? Sure. But I've had labs shock me before. Oh, I, yeah. I was going to say, there's definitely people where you're like, okay, I kind of can expect some of the things on there. And then there's those free medical like, things where uh, you're like, yeah. oh, I had no idea. Like, And then the, and the person usually has no idea. They're like, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, there's, I mean, yeah. And that, and that's, so like how you said your three things that you never miss. You know, mine, I feel like, you know, three things that I do really well that never change. Protein, no matter what, I get 120 grams of protein every single day. And that's even if, that's even if he's laughing because he doesn't <laughs> think that's a lot. But... <laughs> For me, my protein's at like 150. This is a perfect example of it's, it's bio different. biodiversity, right? Because no matter Which is like, like, if I only got 100 to 120 <laughs> grams of protein today, I'd probably fall apart. You'd be a shrimp. <laughs> yeah. But for me, it's like, you know, my protein's set at like 150, right? right? So I know that like 80 or 90% of that goal has to be met to maintain my muscle, especially when, since I'm not working out. That right. never changes. I never miss my supplements. And I would say my sleep is actually really good now too. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, water lately, um, I got a half a gallon water bottle. Mm -hmm. That way I only have to fill it twice. I know it sounds so silly, but seriously, I have drank three times more water. No, it's, it's so that's not silly at all. On the way, like a few years ago, I did, I was the guy that was carrying around a gallon drug. Yeah. Right? I was not trying to be obnoxious. It really just helped me. I was like, I know, I know I have exactly to where I this am. gallon, right? Yeah. And and it, and you know, and then I think what I started doing was actually using the gallon, but carrying around a shaker and just filling it out of my gallon. And then now yep. I just refill my cup. Yeah. Right? It that that's it kind of just works. a habit. So that's not silly at all. Yeah. Like, I needed that. Roommate, I needed well, I got one from Target, and then Brewmate came out with one that's a sixty-five ounce. Okay. So if I have two of those a day, I put some of our hydration sticks in there. 
and just with electrolytes. Like. I like yeah. the strawberry. Me too. It's my fave. Yeah. I don't know. The citrus, now that I tried that, tastes kind of like lemonade. But See, I'm, I went the other direction. I liked the citrus at first, and then I went to like not liking the citrus at all. What is? I still haven't tried the... What we're talking, we're talking about first form hydration sticks. Ma mangoes, all right. Okay, I haven't tried the mango. Eh, I'm not a mango. I've been drinking person. these mango fit aids, so I'm kind of mangoed out. So, yeah. You know, it is what it is. Mango's cool, but. But those things, those things never change, right? right. So, like understanding that the things that never change per, can change per person. Yes. Like Sam never misses training. I have to miss training sometimes. Right. Uh, and and I will be honest, the last like probably three months training has felt horrible. It just has. It sucks because I do enjoy it, right? right? And so, but I'm in a stage of acceptance that I know it's not going to be like that forever. Right. So do know, like we talked about ebbs and flows, everybody needs to understand that that is okay. It is. It's okay to have seasons where you're not happy with training. It is. You're not happy with nutrition. I'm in a season right now, actually, where training's not giving me anything. Like, I'm in a season currently. Like, as I sit here right now, where training's not, just on, just when we were on vacation, I was still in a season where training was a lot of fun and I was really enjoying it still. And that was only like six weeks ago, probably. Yeah. It, it, dude, I go through this multiple times a year for me, you know, because it's so consistent. I'm not going to feel the same way about it all the time. So like right now, I'm not dreading training at all, right? Um, but I'm rarely looking forward to, to, to training right now. I'm yeah. looking forward to jujitsu. That, that is the thing. I think, and I think that's part of it is that kind of like I'm – wanting like if i could i would be going to jits five to seven times a week right, right. Now because I'm, I'm into it it's kind of got my head like i want to get better at that i'm lifting because it's one of my discipline yeah it's a discipline you know yeah. um and it's a and it's a discipline discipline for me it is yeah but understanding like again discipline can look different like yeah. what has to come first right now totally. me getting healthy it has to also to clarify for anyone wondering i don't i don't lift weights seven days a week when i say i never miss training that means I have at minimum three heavy training days a week. Mm -hmm. That that that's what that means. Usually, no matter on what. average, I train about five days a week. Um, but I've been trying to take more rest days as of late. But that that that's what I mean. And I thought about this the other day. This is this is pretty cool. If I stick to that scale, right, saying three at least minimum three heavy sessions a week, I've not missed a week of training since 2016. That's amazing. How cool is that? Yeah. Through injuries, through a few medical issues vacations blowing my bicep off having a baby like yeah. i trained the, I, we were still in the hospital okay so we had brooks allison brooks, i'm so sorry it, well, no she was like go like <laughs> we, we had brooks at night the next day i went to the gym so my sister came sophie came and uh hung out at the hospital while i went and trained Hilarious. and and everyone knew here's the thing i'm pretty sure if you're my husband i would kill you but you know well, if it would have been early in our marriage, that probably would have been the case. But <laughs> at this stage of our marriage, she knows like that's it's the healthier. She for wants you to me that. to come back after training, right? She knows who, and not that I was like bad before that, but she knows for me to be this person, right? At ease, peaceful, laid back. Like a, it's hard for me to sit around, right? Mm -hmm. I don't sit around in my home very well, so long in the hospital, right? Right, and so. But I, and I trained super hard, right? I just had a baby that I before. I was like, I'm gonna train as hard as I physically can because I knew I wanted to chill days. myself out. For yeah, exactly. You know, um, and so it's, anyways, I just wanted to clarify that because yeah. I don't want anyone thinking I train seven days a week. No, you need off days. You need, yeah. you need rest days. And this is coming I'm from professional professionals. Yeah. Like we don't train seven days a week, never no. have. The best you know? physiques I know, the strongest people I know don't train seven days no, a week. No, they lift really hard, really heavy, three to four days a week. Yes. I do know people, and I'm one of these people, right? 
Bear my soul, baby. Bear my soul. I am in the gym seven days a week. Yeah. Okay, that's for me. That doesn't mean that you're that's training seven days it a week, though. Not. You can and, be walking on the treadmill. The, correct. This was the case before we owned the studio. I'm not saying that because I work here. I'm saying yes. Like, I'm in the gym seven days a week, six, six, pretty much always, usually seven, doing something. A lot of the times that literally looks like coming in. Biking. Either silence, listening to worship music, praying, whatever. Biking. Yes. Yeah. 20 to 30 minutes on a bike, and then I might go to the gym floor and stretch. Right? So I'm, you know, I'm in the gym seven days a week, but you don't need to. That's just my thing. Yeah. That's just something I've developed over time that in the morning, my time, I like moving my body. Yeah. I have a lot of physical energy. I like to move my body. I like to be alone with my thoughts. I, I do, you know, like I said, my a lot of my spiritual practices um, in the morning while I'm, you know, kind of moving around, it works for me, right? Yeah. It works for me. So you, you just have to find what works for you. And, and that's one of the great things about working with a coach is yeah. that when you collaborate, you get to those conclusions much quicker because it's not just what you're feeling or experiencing. It's what the other person is seeing as well. Right. And I think that's why results happen so much faster with a coach. Yeah. And like, I think, you know, if, if my body would allow me to, would I train more? Yeah, I would, you know, but it's, it's weird because, you know, my coach and I both came to the conclusion, let's take two weeks off. Okay. Yep. After mind you, I was off, you know, last year rehabilitating an injury of a herniated disc. So I didn't get to train all last year how I wanted as we're trying to renovate a studio. Oh yeah, that was brutal for you. Yeah, it was horrible. Imagine training somebody every, all these people every single day, running them through workouts, and all you want to do is work out yourself. Well, and brutal for me because I had to pick up a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I literally couldn't remember. Like the trash, like you know, you know <laughs> yeah, so it was horrible. Somebody's twenty pound dumbbells. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, I just think we as a society put expectations on people. And I don't think that that's fair, right? Because it's okay to go through, like, life is going to be life. Like, life is going to happen. There are going to be life-altering events. Like, you know, you get, might get married. You might have a child. You, you might have really positive things in your life that at that time maybe just take precedence, but that doesn't mean you lose yourself in it either. Yes. That's the biggest thing that I want people to understand, yeah. right? Because no matter what I've been through, I've never stopped training. Right. Ever. I've never stopped eating clean. I've never stopped doing all the things that I know it means to be healthy. But am I better at it in certain times than others? Yes, definitely. So I think what that what what you're really saying, right, is the goal is to live a healthy lifestyle and to be a healthy person always. Right. What it looks like from season to season to be a healthy person person and to have a healthy lifestyle changes mm -hmm. but we never move away from health and what does health look like it's different for everyone yes. it could be coming off medication it could be like that's progress in itself oh, yeah. i've had clients so many clients Huge. come off meds yeah um, javier shout out he just went um he halved his dose of his blood pressure medication that's amazing he's been with me for two years like that's stuff like great. that that is life changing that is health it is. right so i think again everybody's in a good spot to know that just stop reading all of the stuff online and just <laughs> understand that your journey is allowed to be your journey yes. and just everybody just take a step back and reflect on that. And what's your journey? What do you want your journey to look like? And That's then, huge. and then make your plan geared to that. If you don't know what your journey want, you want your journey to look like, 
You definitely need to hire a coach. No, that's not negotiable. Let's, let's hit that before we wrap this up. Like, let, let's talk about that a little bit because that's massive. What you just said is, is, is massive. We're talking about being healthy. We're talking about goals. We're talking about achieving the things that you want. Dot, dot, dot. You have to know what you want. Right. Like, like that is huge. Like, you, your life, your fitness, your life, everything in it will get so much easier if you can find the self, self-awareness and the objectivity to figure out what it is that you want from life. Right. What do you want your life What's to What's your look why? Like? like, the specificity of everything in my life, I can't tell you. I can tell you what kind of house I want to live in. I can tell you what I want my family to look like. I can tell you what I want my relationship with my wife to look like. I can tell you the goals that I'm after for my body. I can tell you when I want to start competing in jujitsu and what I want from that. I can tell you all these things. Right. Right. And you have a plan geared towards that. Exactly. And it's like, if you, if you want to simplify your, if you want to feel a lot better and make one change, simplify your life, figure out what you want. When you figure out what you want, you can confidently build a plan and walk towards it every day. We're walking around. So many people out here are so full of anxiety. They're confused. They don't know where they're going, what they want. Figure out what you want. If you know what you want. Or at least take steps towards it. A hundred percent. But if you know what you want, you can either hire people. People will come around. Educate yourself. Educate yourself on how to get there. But you can't do that if you don't know what you want. Um, Literally, step one is find out what you want. And, like, so, for example, on my consultation form, when a client comes in, the very last question is, what is your why? Because if I don't know what your why is, how am I going to, number one, hold you accountable? And number two, how am I going to make a plan that's the best for you? I can't. If your goal is health, that looks different than prepping for a bodybuilding show. (laughs) And I can tell you, for me personally, if you're coming in prepping for a bodybuilding show, I ain't taking you. Okay? That's not what I do. And that's fine. We can talk. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Like, it's just just not what I do. That's not not how I help people. And so... I would send them to somebody else that could help them more. That's why it's important for you to have a why. And that could simply be, it could seriously just be, I want to feel good and be the healthiest I can be. It could be that simple. Focus on health first. Everything else comes along with that. Yeah, Yeah, it really does. And we'll help you, you know, add the specifics. You know, you can start broad, you know, you can start broad and then narrow it down to, you know, figure out some micro, micro goals. I think that your why is massive, Ashlyn, like, it, it, so here's the cool thing, right? If I figure out what I want and I build a plan to get there, more than likely, if it's something that I'm shooting for, it's going to take an, a, a pretty tremendous amount of effort, of work, of time, right? So there's going to be a lot of things um, that come up, adversities that come up. There's going to be a lot of times where you're going to get tired, where you're going to want to quit. And that is whenever you get to pull out your why, right? Yes. It's, it's, and it's like... I'm I think it says that on my consultation form. That's awesome. Have you been peeking? No, I've, I've actually never seen the consultation <laughs> Just kidding. form. I probably would have copied it. It, it really is, though. That's yeah. the days you got to pull out the why and say, why am I doing this? Well, let me bury my soul a little bit. Because these last few weeks, I've had to dig deep <laughs> and find my why on so many levels. Sam, why do you want this? Sam, why do you want this? Sam, why are you still doing this? Right? I've had to find my why. And, and I'm happy to say I know my why's. Right? Same. I know. If you ask me, Sam, why do you want to be successful? Let me tell you, right? Let me tell you why I want to be successful. I want to build a legacy business 
that provides for my family and empowers other people to live their best, fullest, healthiest, most joyous lives possible so they can build whatever it is that they want to build. I want to be successful um, because I know what I'm going to do. I know how I live. I know how generous I am, right? right. I know what me being successful looks like to the community. Mm-hmm. I know what that looks like. I have that vision in my head. When things get hard, right? Like I'm talking about, you know, pursuing these goals for my body. I want to be sub 10% body fat. Why? Because I want to be an inspiration to people. Yeah. Right? I want my son to be able to look at his father and go, that is a savage. Yeah. Right? That is a loving man that is kind, that tucks me in at night, that kisses me on the cheek and on the face. And my dad will go out there and kick your dad's butt. Right? <laughs> I love I do. that. That's a big part of my why. I, I was talking that. to my own father about it, about, about jujitsu. He was like, why is this important to you? I go, dad, what's important to me is being objectively true. I go, I'm not going to walk around confident. Like I could protect myself and protect my family and not train to do it. I want to know that I am exactly who I think I am. Mm. I do not want to have any romanticized versions of myself in my head. I don't. I don't want false confidence. I don't. I I do not want it. I am not interested in it. I am interested in becoming the best, making the most out of what God gave me. I believe that he gave me a lot. Yeah. There's been times where, man, I've just had so many relationships with so many different kinds of people that have come from so many tough places. And I look at my own life and I'm like, man, I'm definitely not perfect, right? So many people have amazing genetics for this or for that. But guess what? He's made me really smart. He gave me a incredible Thrive. amount of physical energy. A lot of people do not have the energy. I do not have that. that. Right. And right. I'm very and I envious of that. And I didn't earn it. I didn't ask for it. It helps that I live a healthy lifestyle. But even before that, I have a lot still, of energy. Yeah. Right? So it's like it's I didn't earn part my of intellect. Your makeup. It's part of my makeup, right? I, I feel, and I don't feel guilty, but I feel very thankful for everything that I have been given in my life. And a huge part of my why is I want to be the guy that multiplies what he has. Mm. I don't want to sit on my gifts and talents, man. I want to share them. I want to multiply them. I want everything out of what I've already been given. Right. That is my why. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and, you know, bear my soul, I'll be honest. I want to do it as worship to God. Yeah. Right? That is a huge part of my why. And, and, and if I'm not doing that, if I'm not living all out in that way, I don't feel the same level of connection and confidence. Right. I don't. How are you, like, that's what I agree of what I'm saying is, like, how are we um, honoring God with our gifts and our talents? Like, how are we taking that and putting it to good use out of the benefit for others? Right. right? Like, this really isn't at the end of the day a benefit for us. Yes, the healthier we are, the more we can help people, obviously. But, yeah, yeah. like, we want those, we, God gave us talents so that we could go out into the community and help other people. Yes. And being aware of those talents and knowing how I could put those to good use is like what God is asking of us. And you know, that could be, that looks different for everybody. It does. You it, know, it does because and, we all have different gifts and talents. Yeah. And I think like both of us are, you know, very empathetic. We're good communicators. Um, we're really good at like reading people and their emotions. That's why we can train people so differently depending on the person. Their plan looks different. I talk to people differently depending oh, yeah. on who it is. Yep. Um, those things are important because if I don't know who I am, how am I going to help somebody else? Absolutely. And you know what? Like, it's okay if you're in a spot right now where you don't know who you are. But it's not okay to not take steps to find out who you are. Ooh. That's the problem right there. Ooh. <laughs> that was pretty good. Ooh. <laughs> and 
on that, I think we're going to wrap up our second episode. That was too good to follow Sensitive up. and savage. Sensitive and savage. You got a little bit of both. All right. We love you guys. Thank Adios. you. Bye.